You're listening to The Gulf Abides with Shanti Fury and Ryan Eaton. The Gulf Abides with Shanti Fury and Ryan Eaton. The Gulf Abides with Ryan Eaton and Shanti Fury. The Gulf Abides. We did that part already. Let's start the show. Apparently, the first University of West Florida football player has been picked up by an NFL team. Wow, that was quick. Yeah. We've only had one season, right? Yeah, I think so. Two locals impact final day of NFL draft. A Pensacola high grad and Minnesota Gophers safety, Demarius Travis. Okay, whatever. Who picked him up? Oh, wait. Jordan Leggett was a fifth-round choice by the New York Jets, 150th overall, and he's from Navarre High. Oh, okay. Right out of high school. That's impressive. Um, Oh, right, he's from Navarre High, but he was going to college somewhere else? I don't know, man. I'm not a big sports guy. It's a good thing we started off with sports news. We're just busted right right in. Yeah, Yeah, something exciting. I, uh, I heard an exciting thing or crazy thing, kind of one of those things that makes you... I don't know, thinking about how close, you know, we are to catastrophe at all times. Not we, but people. Uh, did you hear about the Blues, uh, Blue Angels swapping paint oh, last yeah. week? They scuffed each other? Yeah, there was some incidental contact. Nobody, There was no accident, no crash or anything. But Just above someone's house. Yeah, during a practice run. That's a... I think that happens. Oh, yeah. The paint thing. Robin is racing. That's what they say. I wonder how they knew about it. Did I wonder if you must be able to feel it? A reporter saw it or something. Why would they wouldn't probably wouldn't report it if it was just? I wonder if they have to. I don't know. I didn't. uh, As per usual, I didn't read the article. I just saw the headline and assumed the rest. Um, In other news, I heard gunshots. Lots of them on my way here. Nah. Yeah. You know that uh, um, housing complex behind the. Shell Station and behind Babes over there off of Davis. I heard a pop and I thought I ran over like a can or something loud, like an aerosol can in the road. Yeah. And then I heard pop, 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 pop. And I was like, oh, what do you do here? I think you keep driving. Yeah. So I didn't do anything. That's crazy, man. Yeah, so there's some broad daylight shootout shit happening. A little gang war. Yep. Pensacola's trying to stop panhandling. Yeah, they've been doing that for a while now. They don't want people to ask for money. I don't know. I have mixed feelings on that. Uh, yeah, I do too. I don't like being asked for money, but I just want people to be able to do whatever they want to do. Yeah. It's weird how that works. I had a guy last week, like, you normally you get the corner panhandlers at a stoplight and they're just going to hold their sign up and you're going to either look straight ahead or give them a nod or give them money, whatever you do. Yeah. You know? And I was just kind of ignoring this guy because he looked extra crazy. Um, plus, I typically tend to ignore really young, fit-looking panhandlers. Like yeah. that, this guy was obviously wasted. He was trying to collect his money in a half of a French fry box. Okay. So it had been like torn, but he still he was like shaking it around. Uh-huh. He's like, I'm just trying to get a beer, but he was like in my window, like hands on my car, and I'm just like, Nah, man, I don't have any cash. Which is true, I don't carry cash. Yeah. Not specifically for that purpose, but. It's a benefit of not carrying cash is that you don't have to lie to people. But yeah, what if he had, what if he had a square reader? Then I would have been like, listen, if you got a square reader, they, they, you're, free. you're <laughs> that's true, they are free. But the iPads and iPhones it, it takes to run them or not. He's got a cheap phone. He's got a cheap Android. Hey man, if he's yeah, he got 
I'm not going to swipe my credit card. I'm a homeless person. I don't. I, I don't know if that makes me a bad person or not. But there's no right. way I'm swiping my card. Just check in. Just check in. I'll be. I'll be real. Would you? No. Yeah. No. I. I found that uh, the best way. I tell Chloe this all the time. Like, just don't. Don't engage at all. Like, don't say you're sorry. Yeah. Don't. Don't pat. Don't wish you could. Whatever. Just flat out ignoring is is okay. Yeah. Because that's better than a negative response. Right. And I, I there's some people who are of the school of thought that if you can't give, you should be able to, like, just say, sorry, have a nice day. But I don't feel like I should be. Like, nah. I, w- I don't want anybody telling them what they can and can't do. And I don't want anybody telling me that I have to acknowledge you. Yeah. I don't, and it's not just homeless people. I don't want to acknowledge anybody I don't know out on the street. I don't even. Or in a bar or in a restaurant. People I know. Yeah. You know, like, I t- try to avoid friends sometimes. Yep. Much less. I don't like talking to strangers. You know, general. I got a buddy across the street that comes over and borrows 10, 20 bucks here and there. But I know that guy. Yeah. He, he asked me, it's probably like two or three times a week, we swap money back and forth. Does he pay you back and then borrow it right back? He always right? pays me back. Yeah, he'll pay me back and then borrow it back the next day. Yeah. Chloe said we should just put a little mailbox on our porch with his with his little money in there. He got a little key like, to All it. All right, buddy. Now come put your little money in here. And when <laughs> you need it, come get it. He just started him a savings account. Just a little, yeah, yeah. a little outdoor, uh, like a my public library. Yeah, my like public, a little public library. Public bank. A little public blank bank. Yeah. yeah. No, nothing could go wrong there. No. He always gives me a little bit more than I borrowed to. It's, We'd have to call have that a, interest. You have to put a quarter in to use the little public li- uh, little so public bank. You got yourself a good old fashioned money making scheme in the happens t- here in the out. works here. Yeah, I'm on it. I'm gonna start a new thing. NPR is gonna need to pick this up. You can get licensing rights by emailing potsicola at gmail.com. <laughs> you can also email us for any reason if you want. Yeah, that's a good thing to say right here at the top. We've got. Um, if you're mad at us for our views on the homeless, let us know. Well, that's ridiculous if you're mad at us for that, because we didn't even say anything bad. We were pretty on the fence about it, really. Yeah. Middle of the road. Pretty central. Do you consider yourself a centrist? I really do. I think I am, too, for the most part. Which is weird to say. It's like, uh, I I don't go either way. I'll decide when I get there for every choice. Well, I think that's, you know, not everything's so black and white as people like to make it seem... You have to go case by case, I think. You do. Yeah. What are we going to talk about today? We haven't uh, had any discussions prior to this about co- topics of conversation. No, we haven't. Um, let's see. Let's keep looking at Pensacola News. Okay. Since um, we're the Gulf and we're abiding. They got that thing in town now where you can strap the water jets to your feet and fly through the air. Oh, we have one of those now? Hydro flight. Yeah, probably doesn't work on our size people. You know what? Yeah, it's true. You know what other thing they have that I really want to do? Yeah. And it's only cost like 75 or 100 bucks per visit or whatever, but they have those, um, excuse me, complete like uh, um, sensory deprivation tanks now. Oh, where? I don't know. I've heard that there's a place in town that's doing it. Uh-uh. Yeah, let's, let's find that out right now. I bet you can't be as tall as me. This, these pods are pretty huge. I bet you can. I don't know, man. Let's, uh, let's, I'm going to Google sensor, oops, sensory. Have you ever been to a mullet toss? No. Me, my me my father-in-law makes fun of my wife for because she, I don't know, because she grew up near the mullet toss and uh, calls her a boggy girl and a mullet tosser. And I'm just like, 
Stop teasing my wife. Huh. We're not we're not in kindergarten. What are you doing? I have some friends that cut hair. My barber actually he goes out there every year and cuts hair. Oh Nicholas, Sailor Jerry. No, no, I go to Justin. Oh Justin, that's right. Yeah, so we go. So he goes out there every year and cuts hair. Him and a dude from his work at White's. Mm-hmm. They go out and cut hair for the Sailor. I think I've seen Sailor some pictures Jerry of Jerry dudes. So. And we've been out, we've never been to tattoo at that, but we've gone out and tattooed at Floribama for Sailor Jerry before. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so we, every now and then we go out there. Okay. But not for mullet toss, I've never been to one. It just doesn't seem like it's my scene. I don't like crowds anyway. And then throwing fish doesn't sound like any fun. Mm. It's, okay, it's called Mode, Mind, and Body. Looks like it's over off of... uh, Scenic, sort of, near Constant Coffee. Oh, okay. And Horizon. Right there by Cervantes and. Yeah, Cervantes, that's what I meant. Yeah, where Cervantes kind of turns, literally turns into Scenic. Okay. Um, let's see what they're all about. I'm going to pull up their website. This is cool. We're going to go. Maybe we should do, I mean, we should figure out how to do a, like a live recording I'm from inside one of those. How long it takes to see stuff. I don't know if it's like a necessarily a. Like a trip, like a hallucinogenic experience. I yeah. think it's just like supposed to be. Do you get naked? In... I, th- I think you're supposed to, right? I think you do. I don't know. All right, infrared sauna. I need some pictures here. Float therapy. That's what we want. Yeah. We're trying to get our float on. You going to see Blink One Eighty Two Tuesday? No. Blink One Eighty Tuesday. No. I mean, I kind of want to, but I don't want to pay sixty bucks to go or whatever it is yeah I don't think it's 60 bucks but well. I thought that's what it was but I could be wrong they're open Tuesday to Saturday there's not really much other information on here how much is it um let's say book now and see what they say man arrested in connection to cantonment dead body I don't know anything about that um Spanish culture influence still part of city of five flags you say so I think it's all just America now sweat it out then soak it up 30 minutes far infrared sauna followed by 60 minute float room for one pod for one pod for one please uh, it's a, so it's a, an hour um, it's almost two hours it's an hour and 55 minutes okay so they make you sweat they cook you a little bit they cook you up a little bit yeah and then it's so it's 110 bucks huh I'd be willing to do it just so we could talk about the experience here on the podcast. Yeah, that'd be nice. Plus, I kind of just want to do it. Science March was this past weekend. Did you march for science? No, where were were we marching? Did Um, I miss it? I guess they did one downtown climate change march in downtown Pensacola. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. I don't know what happened. Apparently not much of anything. Much of a response for that. All right. Well, look forward to a future episode where we talk about soaking in a tub. Have you ever been to the Naval Aviation Museum? I love the Navy, Naval Aviation Museum. I'm going since I was a kid here and there and then uh, for field trips and stuff. And then we do uh, my mother's business, Marry Me Wedding Rentals, does yeah. events, coordination stuff. And we do the Navy Ball every year, which is 750 people in that museum. So oh, wow. I get kind of like a night at the museum experience at the end of the night when we're cleaning up because there's nobody there. Lights are out. We're just tearing stuff down. And then you can kind of wander around the 
empty museum. It's pretty sweet. Cool. Yeah, I've I've, um, I've been there a few times, but the last time we went, we, me and Chloe tried to go out there. I think I think Luke was with us, maybe, but we tried to go out there um, the weekend after Fourth of July, and mm-hmm. it was just madness. There, yeah, there were thousands of people, vacationers, and so we didn't get to see the the practice or whatever because it started storming. They practice on the fourth after the fourth Fourth of July out there. Oh, you were there just on a practice day. Yeah, we went for a practice okay. day. I think it was July twelfth or something, but mm-hmm. it was after the fourth. So we thought like, oh, we'll catch them practicing after the Fourth of July thing, and there'll be less people. But there were just as many like people just take off that whole week to come to Pensacola to see the Blue Angels. Yeah, plus it's just a popular, yeah. popular you know spot even for local people like for something to do during the day in the summertime. Especially if you have kids or something. I mean, yeah, it's a pretty entertaining place to take children. And you got to use the back gate now. You can't use the front gate. I know. Gate. It's, uh, it's an extra 30 minutes Apparent, driving. Apparently, they want people to use Sorrento and not Gulf Beach Highway or something because apparently, like, people can't get to their houses on Gulf Beach Highway when the Blue Angels are Well, open the daggone front gates again then. I mean, come on. Right. Um, Jen's uh, dad is buried at Barrancas or at the um, yeah. the grave uh, cemetery there. Yeah. So we always have that excuse. We'll go see him first, and they'll let us, they'll let you in the front gate if you're going to the cemetery. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I don't understand the point of all that. I don't know, man. Ever since when I was in high school, you could get on the base. You could just drive straight on. Nobody ever slowed you down. And then after nine eleven, things have just been getting progressively wilder and wilder with the security there. Yeah. Um, but they, yeah, they're always, I don't know, rerouting the flow, making it inconvenient. I'm sure there's some intelligence reason that they're citing why they're doing it, but who knows? Yeah, I always try to ask Chloe's dad stuff like that, but he always gives me the most non gonna give you any information answer. Does he work for the military? He works for the security. He's a okay NAS. He's part of the NAS. Can't security. just name name drop that right at the front gates. I th- you think you could, yeah, but I'll ask him every now and then, like, hey, so when's the best time to go to the Blue Angels practice? And he's always just like, well, it's always real busy out there. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. All right, looking for a little more information than that. <laughs> People in the know. Yeah. I think he just used to not, I don't know, he's a security, a Navy guy, whatever. Keeping it close to the chest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Loose lips sink ships. That's right. And he works for the Navy, so that's the last thing we He want. doesn't want to sink a ship. That's for sure. Okay. So, here's another thing. Um, we have talked about it before on here, but we're a little bit closer to our other podcast. <laughs> Talk about podcasts on our podcast. Okay. Yeah. I've got some people lined up for the uh, Before I Go podcast. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. We, we should keep talking about that one since it's still kind of in the works and we want to get people yeah. fired up about it. I um, think it's going to be really cool. It's just going to be like You a, said Before I Go. Is that, what we, is that what we landed on for the name? I like it. I do too. Yeah, it's just like a it's like a pre-recorded obituary kind of. I mean, that sounds morbid, but... It doesn't even have to be an obituary. It's just people talking about stuff that they might not otherwise talk about you yeah. know, other than the context of being asked directly. It's the kind of thing you don't necessarily think to ask people you're around on a daily basis. Yeah. That's what I like about it. Yeah, we're just going to try to figure out some some core values and uh, 
some happy moments and yeah, just, just a little stuff that tiny taste. Cool yeah, to hear somebody talk about if they weren't around anymore. I'm into it. We yeah. should. Uh, you want to do one of the two of us? I do. Back and forth, maybe. What right now? No, I'd rather. No, not right now. I'm just saying. I'm just planning for the next podcast on this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. It's really meta. <laughs> um, okay. Let me go back and check the news. We're still doing news? I don't know. What do you want to talk about? I don't know. See? We should have had a plan. This is great podcast. I hope everybody's enjoying moments of silence I'm going to google what should I talk about and see what comes up um, let me go back to the babe what should we talk about she doesn't know either here we go running out of things to talk about 20 topics to get conversation started again okay let's edit all that out <laughs> on this you can actually edit though. On on seven minutes I always say let's edit that out and then we never do. I don't I'm I don't have any intention of editing. <laughs> <laughs> I like to sometimes just make it seem like things have been edited. Yeah, which I've I've noticed a couple times yeah. and I really like it. Yeah. It's a good bit. Last Thursday and then I was like, you know, so it was a really good story. But you can edit it out if you want. Uh, yeah, I think I probably will. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What's your topic? Let's. Man, I'm feeling brain dead. I went. I went to work today. I wasn't supposed to work today, and then we had these uh, big this big tent we set up out at uh, the yacht or not the yacht club, the Pensacola Country Club, where all the rich people go to golf. Yeah. And uh, it's been really windy these last couple of days, and we were going to leave it up till Monday so that it didn't blow away like a sail. It's a tent? It's a big tent, yeah, like okay. a 80 by 30 okay. tent. So it's very, very big, and there's a nice, beautiful, expensive wedding underneath of it last night. And uh, I got a call at like 1 o'clock when I was just about to make myself some lunch from my dad saying, the tent's <laughs> blowing away, you have to come help me. Oh, no. And so we spent like the last three hours... Um, carefully pulling the tent down but it was uneventful after i got there it was you know we had enough guys to kind of keep it from blowing away but it was intense out there it's yeah it's been very stormy this weekend yeah we talked about me and chloe were i keep waiting for a good reason to go to the beach you know i don't go to the beach much mm -hmm. maybe once or twice a year maybe sometimes a little more but i'm still waiting for the first time to go this year and today it was like 18 mile per hour wind so yeah well, and I bought uh, my wife a kayak this week when she was out of town to surprise her. Oh, yeah. It was an early birthday present. So I've been wanting to go out all weekend, but it's just too choppy and rough and nasty out. So. Yeah. And it's not sunny either, so it'd be too cold out there on the water, I imagine. Because you're soaking wet the whole time. But, yeah, the beach hasn't been... I've been wanting to go, but the right... You know, like you said, you got to wait for the right moment. Yeah, it sucks when you go out and it's just... 20, 20 mile hour wind in your face yeah the whole time and you're just your hat keeps flapping into your face or falling off your head and do you, your, do your you, umbrella won't stay put do you ever feel guilty about the 
amount of time you spend at the beach, the lack of amount of time, like how little time you spend it. You know, we live in kind of a weird little paradise here on the Panhandle. And sometimes I feel, I don't know, real life is different because you can't, you know, people think, oh, you live by a beach, you must be there every day. But, well, no, it takes 20 minutes to get out there if there's no traffic. And then you got to pack a bag and a sandwich and it's just a lot of work. And there's people that save up the whole year to come and do that. And yeah. we could just go over there, but we're like, oh, that's yeah. so far. And traffic's always a bummer. Yeah. Like, people people save up all year to go come down for, like, a couple of weeks. See, but they don't have to work. That's yeah. the difference. Yeah, well, I save up money to go where they live sometimes. Yeah. I'll go, I'll go stay in downtown Atlanta and just look at stuff. When's the last time you did that? We went for that Game of Thrones thing, the live concert. Oh, right. How was it? fucking awesome yeah yeah it's um they had a bunch of uh visual effects and stuff one of the coolest things was at the end of the show when they went through their last song they did as people are like filing out they had it the way they do these orchestras that they have a local orchestra come and play like the bulk of the music Mm -hmm. and then they have a couple of like big hitters come and play their like specific instruments Yeah. yeah so there was one guy that's like an expert at at air instruments, obviously he played like a, he had like a fifteen foot long pipe he was playing, and like, he was playing all these uh, crazy, uh, tribal looking, wind instruments. Interesting. Like blowing into them, and then I saw that guy, on, uh, he was on the Hans Zimmer video from Coachella. That was pretty cool. He played the flute during the Inception, uh, the Inception theme or whatever. So he's apparently he's just like a Hollywood soundtrack woodwind guy yeah. that plays weird instruments. Can you imagine being at Coachella and just not knowing what's going on maybe and hearing the Inception soundtrack and maybe you've had something to drink or maybe you've been eating some mushrooms you're or something. Drugs, yeah, yeah, you're just all messed up and then you hear the world already looks like it's curling over your head yeah. like Inception. Because uh-huh. you took a bunch of K. Oh, man, I can't. <laughs> You're in a K hole. Lost in a K hole. You're stuck in a K hole and the world's folding on top of you and Hans Zimmer's playing you to death. Oh, man. Yeah. That'd be fun. It looked awesome, though, that, that performance. Yeah, it was very cool. I think it was the same drummer, too, from that orchestra. I think they share a Hollywood orchestra. Oh, okay. Raman, Raymond, whatever. Rajitej? Nailed it. That's his. That was, well, that's the the natural pronunciation, the native pronunciation. But anyway, the guy who did the Game of Thrones soundtrack, I think he was just borrowing from some other orchestras. Yeah. Because um, Hans Zimmer's the man when it comes to soundtrack stuff. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He's definitely hot right now. Him and Danny Elfman. Mm-hmm. And Danny Elfman maybe the most prolific. He's he seems like Hans Zimmer. Everything. I feel like Danny Elfman's got. Let's check the credits. Let's see. There's John Williams, John Williams, Danny Elfman, and Hans Zimmer. Who's the better? Who's the better uh, soundtrack composer? Um, well, I think that's subjective. Uh, but I don't know enough about music to to say. Well, here's why Hans Zimmer is better, or here's why this guy's better. Yeah. I like a lot of different soundtrack stuff. John Williams did all the Star Wars stuff. That's pretty big. Home Alone, he did Jaws. Those are all huge. Home uh, Alone. E.T. Yeah. So he's he's done all that. And then 
Danny Elfman has done like every Tim Burton movie and the <sighs> Simpsons theme song. James Horner. He passed away a couple of years ago. Let's see what he did. Danny Elfman did The Nightmare Before Christmas, Corpse Bride. Wait. Mm. He might have been in, just been in some of those. Okay, so this guy, Horner, did Titanic, Avatar, Braveheart, The Magnificent Seven, Legends of the Fall, Beautiful Mind, Aliens. Boom, that's a good one. So this guy's done a lot of cool stuff too. Yeah, but how's the song from Aliens go? Well, it's not like a, it's not like Five Goes West. It's not a theme song. It's just scoring. Yeah, I mean, it's a good score, but... Let's see. Composer Danny Elfman. He did... Fifty Shades. Uh, Big Eyes. He does all the Tim Burton stuff. Yeah. Um... Yeah, he does a bunch of random... Danny Elfman just works a lot. Well, I think they've all got merit. Um, one of my favorite soundtracks, I don't even know who did it, um, is the movie... Have you ever seen the movie The Fountain? The Fountain? Fountain. Hugh Jackman's in it. And uh, what's her name? Uh, Rachel Weiss. Weiss? Rachel Weiss. Uh-uh. Um, basically, it's just weird. You know, you know how, like... Uh, what was that Tom Hanks movie we were talking about that's really weird? Sky, Sky Cloud Atlas? Yeah. How it jumps around through different periods of time? Yeah. But has similar characters? Yeah. Same thing with this movie. But, uh, I don't know, it's really good. I'm trying to remember who did this score, though. Because um, I actually, like, lo- legitimately listen to that score sometimes from end to end just because I like it so much. Yeah. I used to listen to Lost a lot, but then it, it would get kind of crazy. Like the television show? Yeah. I would listen to the score from Lost while I was tattooing. Interesting. I've never paid much attention to it, if I'm being honest. You can start a station of, like... Sometimes I would have stations based on, like, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean soundtrack. That can be fun to tattoo. Okay. Just movie music. Um, The guy who did that Fountain soundtrack has done a lot of big ones, too. He's done Black... He did Black Swan, Requiem for a Dream, Moon, The Wrestler... I mean, he's got some big credits. Some stuff I've never heard of, too, but... Yeah. Um, You know, something we could talk about... uh, We were talking about the Game of Thrones thing. Uh, Have you seen the trailer for this season yet? I know you don't watch many trailers, but it was a bumper at the beginning of an HBO Go thing I was watching. I think I saw... I think I've seen everything current. I don't really mind with Game of Thrones, because I know they're not going to give you... Right, they're just going to tease you. And this whole thing was not anything but a tease. It was like a shot of Daenerys, a shot of uh, um, whatever the dude is. Who's the dude? Jon Snow. Oh, and yeah. then the queen. The, the Cersei. Incest queen. Cersei, yeah. And the, just the three of them walking down corridors. Uh-huh. It's like a, a broom. And he goes and sits in a room with a big wooden chair. Uh, the dragon queen goes and sits in a big stone chair and then Cersei goes and sits on the Iron Throne and then Cersei blows a bunch of like cold air out of her mouth and Um, then you see the eye of one of those White Walker things like maybe she's going to be controlling them in this season or something somehow or aligning with them so I don't know uh, uh, Game of Thrones is one of those things where I'm always always down to watch it but I don't get super super excited about it anymore I mean it's going to be good like I heard you say it's like an 80 hour movie which is why oh, I yeah. like it. It's just really well shot. And, yeah. Um, everything's. 
And Very they're, cool. They're making less episodes this year, so they can put more money into per episode. Really? Yeah. That sounds... So they're doing like seven episodes instead of ten this year. Yeah, that's kind of a bummer. They better make them action packed. Yeah, well, I mean, there's going to be like seven huge movies. battles. Yeah, that's true. Seven movies. It's like a hundred and something million dollar budget. Wow, that's a lot of money for TV. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's not TV. It's HBO. It's HBO. Horrible body odor. Like <laughs> we used to say when we were kids. Not when you were a kid. Well, we were kind of kids at the same time. Oh, you mean you used to, you and your friends, not me and my yeah, friends. Yeah, 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 yeah. We weren't friends. No. No, we weren't. Do you keep in touch with any of your childhood friends? Um, like real, like childhood, childhood friends. No. I think about that all the time. Like there was a person, several people in my life in like first and second grade that were like, we were, we would go find crayfish together and, you yeah. know, play weird hunting games in the woods and stuff. And then I have no, I don't even know how it would ever go about. I mean, we got Facebook and stuff now, but how do you find Joey Smith? You yeah. know what I mean? Let me tell you, nothing changes, man. Because <laughs> the other day I went on my, there's this Facebook group that's like, um, it's my high school's, it's my graduating year's reunion group. Mm -hmm. So it's just everybody that graduated in 96 from Woodham. Right. And so I, I know like a handful of people from high school that I, that I remember from high school that I was friends with, mostly the ones that were in middle school as well. Um, so anyway, I know some of these people, but the other day I went on there, <laughs> I went on there and I was just like, was feeling oddly uh, sociable, you know, just like a weird, uh, out of... Uh, like some sort of nostalgic thing. Yeah. Yeah. Just like off, out of character for me to even give a shit what anybody from high school is doing. But I went on there and I was like, hey guys, uh, just checking in on it with everybody, you know, I've never really talked to everybody in here, you know, and just wanted to see how everybody's doing. Uh, am I the only one that doesn't have kids? You know, like, I just got married finally. Is anybody else not married? You know what I mean? Just trying to start a conversation. One guy replied. <laughs> it was a guy named David Simpson. He was, he was, uh, he was a kicker on the football team. And, and, uh, I used to go when I, I was a equipment guy in high school. I managed the equipment. Um, I was like a bad football player. So I ended up just helping out. A Checking in glorified the water boy helping yeah. with the equipment. But, um, so I would go over and sit with the kickers and help them just like shag balls or whatever, like whatever needed to be done, hold them for the, like snap the ball mm -hmm. to them or whatever needed to be done over there. So I was kind of friends with this guy named David Simpson and we talked a little bit. He, he like said something about my real name and, uh, and I was like, oh yeah, yeah, I used to be Sean Smith or whatever. And they were just like, uh... Like nobody responded at all. Like not one person except for David Simpson. We had a little, little tiny conversation, and then nobody said anything else. Huh. So I just deleted it a few days later because <laughs> I went back no to point check. In it. Yeah, I went back to check, and it was like seen by ninety nine. No one had liked it. No one had responded. So I was like, all right, well, not the place for you anymore. High school is no good. Well, then 
Yeah. I have a, you know, my, you know, a lot of my friends are, yeah. you know, are our friends. I mean, I went to high school with a lot of them. So for some reason, I've kept in touch with high school people. So that's not yeah. ever been an issue. And I even, I was one of, thir- we had 65 people in our graduating class. And I was one of 13 people that showed up to our 10 year anniversary or class reunion. Our school doesn't do class reunions, but uh, one of the girls in our class got a beach condo and set it up and had a party. And oh, okay. uh, we went out there for that. Um, but like, I don't know. I keep in touch with more friends, more of those high school friends than I saw at the reunion. Typically, you know what yeah. I mean. Like, so many of them still live here in town. But I, I don't know why. I always think of elementary school and middle school friends that I, you know, people I haven't heard from since I moved away from those areas. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I, should, I, I didn't even get invited to my reunion. By the way, I found out about it. I so they don't talk it. to you online, and you didn't get invited to the reunion. Maybe we need to talk about. What you did to about these being people. a nerd? What in did high you do? Were you just a nerd? Yeah, I was a total nerd. Um, I was like, uh, I was like one of those like shitty rebellious kids that everybody probably wishes would just shut up. But I think I'm trying to make some point, right? You know, like start the student revolution or something. And everybody's like, I wish you'd just sh- shut up and sit down so we could get out of school faster. Yeah. Instead of making teachers no, making waves and make, asking yeah. questions, I had that problem in college, yeah. where people did not like. I, literally, I had a girl tell me to shut up in class one time just because I had an opposing <laughs> viewpoint to her, and I don't even remember what it was about. Something about adoption, I don't know what, but yeah. um, you need to shut up right now. And like we were friends, and I, yes. <laughs> I was like, no problem, and don't worry about me talking to you ever again because this is like that's not a not a mature adult way to have a conversation. That's crazy. Yeah, but of course I was twenty six in college for the third time, and she was nineteen or something. So oh yeah, yeah. you know, no she, offense to any nineteen year olds out there, but you know, some of us just have questions to ask. You're dumb, and you might be dumb. You could be dumb. I was dumb when I was eighteen. 19. But you think you're the smartest person in the world. Mm-hmm. That yeah. starts. At, that starts right when the hormones start flowing in. Thirteen, fourteen years yeah. old, and you start thinking you know everything. We had a sixteen year old dishwasher at uh, the leisure club where I work. That comes in in the afternoons and does the dishes and um, he think you know I'm never gonna do this I'm always gonna do this this is how it is that's how it is and I'm just like you haven't even you just turned 17 like what makes you think you've got everything figured out and you know exactly exactly what you're gonna do listen to here here's five people that are all in their 30s yeah you are going to change your ideas and thoughts are going to change yeah he doesn't he doesn't believe it I'll never do this I'll never do that. Right, full of absolutes. Yeah, yeah. Lots of blacks and whites. Yeah, that all changes. Yeah, yeah. That's why I always try to tell people not to get tattooed when they're under twenty or so. It's a good. That's good advice. And I know nobody, mm-hmm. nobody who's eighteen wants to hear you say that. But Mm-mm. yeah, no people that are eighteen pick the dumbest stuff to get tattooed on them. It's like what? whatever pop culture thing dominates their life is what they right. want to get, or their name or something. And in that regard, I suppose it's somewhat meaningless. It's like or meaningful. It's like a um. It's like a little mile marker for where they were in their life. You know what I mean? So I, you know, yeah. it's not that it doesn't have any significance, but what was the tattoo you got when you were eighteen? I got a Superman sign on my arm. Do you regret that? Yes. Yeah. I got it covered. What'd you get it covered with? Just a a diamond eyeball thing. I just made it look like a like an eyeball inside of a diamond because it's a Superman sign. Yeah, it makes sense. It looks cool now. Yeah, all the tattoos I got before I was. 21, 22 are all the things I wish I didn't have. Yeah. Yeah. Because I didn't really know what I was about yet. You know? 
And I maybe even got a just late jump start, even still, because I was I. I would go back and forth in church stuff, mm-hmm. so I'd go back and forth between knowing what I wanted to do with my life and then like having no idea, because that's how church is, you know. You're like, right. you like think you're either supposed to be in the ministry or, or you're out, you're out of God's will somehow. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna be in the secular world. So I was always trying to figure out which way to go. So there was a lot of restarts, you know, when you come back to the Lord. Right. I call that the. I have like a a theory. It's kind of like a a pendulum. It's not like a pendulum where it just kind of swings back and forth. It's like a slingshot where there's some like you go really really far in one direction and the tension's pulled so tight and then it gets let go and then you swing really really far in the other direction until you kind of slowly find the middle. Centrist. And become a centrist. Yeah, right back in the middle where we belong. Judging case by case. It's the only way to go. Yep. Uh, I don't know enough about anything, though. Any issues. I don't know. There's too many things. That's why I have to go case by case, because I can't can't know everything. Somebody has to bring something up, and I have to say, all right, well, I have to think about it and do research, and then get back to you. Like, I'm not good at arguing off the cuff. Like, if somebody just brought up a subject. Yeah. I'm not very good at it. Unless I already have... Like, if somebody wants to talk about the best way to make uh, bone broth for uh, traditional tonkotsu ramen, yeah. I can hit you with some stuff on that. But that's because I know that thing. Sure. Yeah. So. This, I think everybody's like that. That you don't really... I don't know. I guess there are people that wade into a conversation not knowing what's going on with much of the... With much of an idea. Like, you can always tell online when you're talking to someone who's kind of dumb because they're... They keep telling you to look it up. Or like, or they're regurgitating. Do your research, right? You know, like statements like that are just kind of weird to hear. Like, I'm check asking, the evidence, you know, check the facts. Yeah. Hey, let me ask you something about your viewpoint, and then and they're like, "Well, look it up." You can take. Yeah, you I don't have time to educate you. you yeah. Have to figure it out. On you own. got time to argue with me, but not to teach me something. Like, if I'm ever arguing with somebody and they like want me to clarify a viewpoint, I'm all in. You know, I mean, I'll type all night. That's why I just don't. Uh, I don't find any value in arguing on the internet anymore. Yeah. Uh, there's just nobody. It really is like the, the Special Olympics. Well, and you're not. I'm not going to convince anybody, no matter how right I think I am, of my views. Like everybody's got their news source that backs up their viewpoints or whatever. You know what I mean? So it's just like, what can I do? You, you you're setting your ways, and I'm setting mine. One of us is right, and one of us is wrong. Yeah. It's not like or the Special Olympics. Those people are really talented. <laughs> I regret saying that. That's one of those old things, you know, like even if you're if you're arguing on the internet, even if you win, you're still... Arguing on the internet. Retarded. Yeah. But, you know what I mean? Like, those people compete and, and work hard for what they do. I'm not even going to say that that's the same. I feel bad for comparing. And a lot of Special Olympics is, isn't just mentally handicapped people either. Because the... Because people in the Special Olympics are better than people that are just arguing on the internet. They work hard. Yeah. yeah. They work harder, that's for sure. They have goals. They don't just sit at home. Fucking... I, I, yeah, so I just try to stay out of that nonsense Rambling. online. doesn't help anybody. Uh, you know, I'm at the point already again where I'm loathing Facebook and just want to be off again. Yeah. What's the point of the disconnect? If you use Facebook as a tool, right, what, what, do, you, what do you get from a disconnect? Well, I don't use. I mean, I use Facebook as a tool, peripherally. Like my the main use of my fa- Facebook time is 
endless scrolling through stuff that doesn't matter. It's yeah. fun to look at sometimes. It's good distraction, but I don't know. The point of a disconnect is I feel so glued. I, I, I I'm very susceptible to. Um, I don't know what it is. Like people, uh, you know, will make a point about the way society is right now. I'm like, oh man, and it, like it hits me right away. Like, oh, that's me. Why am I doing that? Why am I acting that way? How do I? Yeah. Not be so, and I saw these uh, prints that somebody made recently that were all like the way the world is heading, and one of them is like a bunch of zombies staring down at their screen, like they actually look like zombies. You know, they're actually actual zombies holding cell phones, looking down. And I feel like so often I've got my head tilted down into my phone, and yeah. it's not to do anything productive. It's to be scrolling through Facebook or you know whatever. Have you ever thought about unfollowing the people that distract you the most? It's everybody. It's not. It's not any kind of person that distracts me. I mean, um, I don't unfollow very many people. I, I the only people I unfollow are people who have just really, who just keep posting the same stuff, yeah. whether I agree with them or not. If it, if you're just harping on one issue a bunch, yeah, I'm gonna tend not to follow you just because I don't want to see it in my feed all the time. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. It's not. It's not about unfollowing anybody or, like, uh, you know taking the app off my phone I don't know I always find a way to just get sucked back in no matter what little things I set up for myself unless I say I'm not going to do it at all yeah and I always I always enjoy being off being deactivated more than being on now the one thing that I miss when I'm deactivated is parties and events and happenings because people only talk about stuff on only do those kinds of things on Facebook anymore so I don't you know you rarely get a text text message invite to come meet somebody downtown for drinks it's like they put it up on their wall hey i'm gonna be downtown what are you doing that kind of thing you know right so i miss a little bit of social interaction there but i like the indirect invite i i I, I, it's so much more pressure when someone directly invites you to something sure you feel like you gotta respond and be like oh well chloe you know make an excuse like Mm -hmm. throw your wife on on her way home yeah yeah she said she wanted to hang out Make some reason to not go out somewhere. I don't know. I don't know. I just... I don't know. Get bogged down with that stuff sometimes. It's not doing me any good. Plus, I can't even watch a freaking movie without scrolling through my phone and I miss stuff and I have to rewind. That's your fault, not I know. Facebook's fault. I know. I have a problem. Listen, I see you getting sensitive about Facebook. It's okay. I'm well, not trying I to like, dog on Facebook. Yeah, I like I like it when people have Facebook because I feel like it's a really handy way to connect with people, and I feel when people when people disconnect from Facebook, I feel like I don't. I feel like I'm part of what annoyed them off of Facebook. You know, I'm just saying that like I see my friends who don't have Facebook less because right. I don't know what they're doing and I don't I don't know when they're doing things so then you know what i mean it's like cool if you don't want to see somebody i guess but then like what if your friends really care about you and they don't get to see you anymore because you never so i think maybe part of a good disconnect would be figuring out a way to stay connected like a group text message or something but then i guess i don't know my messenger still worked when i was disconnected from facebook yeah but that's a whole other app you know what i mean like with Facebook, you just got one app. You can do all the inviting and yeah. discussion. Yeah, oh, I get it. I get it. I'm just. It's always a constant weighing of the positives and negatives. I think you need to unfollow everybody you follow, so where your feed is just nothing. There's nothing to scroll. 
Just your then own, it would just be ads. Your own post and ads. If I unfollowed you and you invited me to something, I wouldn't see it, would I? No, it would. It'd show up in your notifications. It's uh, an interesting thought. But then I'd have to re-follow everybody if I ever changed my mind. Yeah, but you get to go slowly and you'd be real picky about what you follow. This is a good experiment. I don't have a problem with this. I think I'm going to do it. I'm excited to see you. We'll talk about it. it next week, see how it it's goes. It's going to take you a long time to go through and unfollow people. If you're like me, you have a... Well, I spend enough time on there scrolling through, so I'll just hit unfollow on everybody as I go through. Yeah. I mean, I think you'll like it. I do that. I, for a while, like, even if I like stuff somebody posts, I'll unfollow them just because I don't, you know, I don't really know who they are. Mm-hmm. I found, like, a lot of that, like, people that added me while I was on tour or something that I don't really talk to anymore. I'll just be scrolling through and see something I like and laugh at it and then spe- and then look to see who posted it and realize I don't know them and unfollow them right there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You got to cultivate your Facebook, man. That's the Maybe I, that's the new thing. But it's 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 more than just Facebook. I'm using Facebook as an example because it's the thing that's in my mind right now, but I don't know. Just the constant I like being connected to the world. I think we have amazing technology and I'm glad we have it, but I feel overconnected more than I feel you know, like I'm using it properly. Like I have an addiction. I'm doing it too much. If that, if those functions were just in your head, like they say, will happen to so where you'll be able to do those things without uh, taking away from your thought power, your thought process, or your attention span. Would you think that was a better thing or a worse thing? I've I've often thought that I wish that our brains could level up a little bit to where we could multitask, and I could, you know, I could be like dictating something to my phone while reading something else or you know what i mean like being able to really multitask like that what if you could separate your what if you could separate your fun brain from your business brain that's the dream and put your business brain to work it wouldn't mind because it's all logistics right put that to work in some computer system and then just use your normal brain for fun brain stuff yeah that would be awesome okay let's work on that all right we're gonna start that yeah. How, where where to begin? I think I'll just I'm gonna go through the method of just living life normal and waiting for someone else to do it. That's usually what works best for me. I mean, so far we've invented so much stuff with this process. Mm-hmm. I hate to mess it up. <laughs> you know, yeah, you don't want to be the fan that curses the team. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to get my hands in there and all of a sudden they're like, "Oh man, I'm you, just, yeah, you broke electricity," and I'm like, "I'm sorry." <laughs> it's so I'm essential. Just keep wearing my rally cap and I sit thought, quietly. Yeah, I thought if we if we plugged it in twice, we'd get double the power. <laughs> they're like, "You shorted everything." Um, do you, is, are there any new technological advances out there that you've heard about that you're super excited about? Maybe? Yes. Tell me. There's a patent, a company has a patent for technology that they say they can reverse aging. Mm. So I'm going to need to see some data on that one. Well, they think they figured out a way to make cells regenerate uh, in reverse aging <laughs> instead of your normal aging. Well, that's cool. And so it will cost way more money than you or I will ever have. I think it'll, you know... It Not in our lifetime. Down. Not in our lifetime. That's mm, what I'm saying. Maybe. I've always said I think I'm going to last till 125. I think that general medical technology will advance in a way that I'll be okay. And I don't know if I'd want to live longer than 125 years anyway. That's a long time. Yeah. I don't know, man. Death is part of what makes life exciting. So yeah. if, you, if you remove that from the equation, then what are you doing? I would just wish I was aware, man. Aware, man? 
Yeah. So what would you be when you weren't a man? A man, another man, a different man. Oh, interesting. I'd turn into a different man at, at full moons. What uh, kind of a man? Tell me about your man. Who would you be? Uh, like a, like a more the, pharmaceutical, the pharmacist kind of Woody Allen type. So just like a button-down, nine-to-five? Really nervous accountant type. Like, just, oh, be careful. (laughs) I I don't don't drink milk after three in the afternoon. That's my business brain. Yeah. Yeah, I don't drink any milk. It gets me sinusy. Get the phlegm. Yeah, so I would have that part of me. But you wouldn't... Okay, so let me just just talk you out of this this guy, because if if you're that guy... During a full moon at like, you know, mm-hmm. nine o'clock at night, you're just going to go to bed and then wake up the next day. Yeah, but he pays all my bills and stuff while he's... Well, he, before he goes to bed? Charge. Okay. He just stays up all night getting my books in order. Doing your taxes? Yeah. Yeah. Cleaning the house. All right. Is it's, it once a month? A full moon should full be, moon? yeah, once a month. Yeah. yeah, once a month, just like... Just get you back to nice zero. Nice and orderly, yeah, yeah. does my books. All right. Puts everything in order, does all the car maintenance. I like that. If he's like an oil change guy. He's just all business. He takes care of all the business stuff. He's and a, then the rest of the month, I'm just like willy-nilly, just free, loving. This guy sounds pretty great. He can do your taxes. He can get you some pills from the pharmacy. And he can do your uh, mechanical work on your car. Yeah, he goes in to the doctor as well. He's got the health all set up. The health plan, he, he regulates that? Yeah. And you ruin it throughout the month? Well, I don't ruin it. I just try to wait for if something hurts. I just wait till I got a full moon coming. And let up. him go see the doctor. Yeah, in the middle of the night. Yeah. Hey, twenty four hour. I know this is off topic, but I just got, I just got an email from my guy that made me the little video game things. Did I tell you about that last week? No, tell me about it. Our, you know, we have a buddy. I'm not going to say his name, but he makes these things where it's like yeah, a yeah, Nintendo yes, cartridge. you did mention this, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just he just he sent me the tracking number. For my, well, he couldn't have sent them today. It's Sunday. He's he like, said he created a tracking label like, at home. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna get these sent out. So he said I'll send you a tracking number as soon as I send them. So that's awesome. That's another thing we can do next week, maybe for the podcast. Play Nintendo games. Play and talk about it. Yeah, it's really exciting. He he set it up so where it would just automatically connect to my Wi-Fi when it got here, so mm. I don't even have to Neat. do any of that. Do you? Uh, you you're a PlayStation guy, right? PlayStation 4. Right. Yeah. Have you seen the Switch? I have. I've seen it, but I haven't seen it. I got to play it a little I, bit this I, weekend. I haven't seen one, but I've read about it. And I haven't seen one really in action, but some friends got Mario, the new Mario Kart came out. Oh, yeah. Which is always a fun time killer with friends. Yeah. Um, and so we played the new Mario Kart, but the controllers, I can't just, it's like smaller than an Apple TV remote. Oh, wow. And it's like they clip into the side of the little handheld thing, yeah. but you can also pop them out, turn them sideways. There's a joystick on your left thumb and a pad on your right, and you control all. And there's some top buttons and stuff like that. Huh. But so it was weird getting used to that teeny tiny controller. But that's a pretty sweet little little system. I was gonna buy one, but I, I bought that kayak instead. And then nerd, I know, right? Uh, I need less screens, not more screens. And then uh, <laughs> don't be mad. And then. Uh, so, but I, I treated myself anyway and bought myself the. Uh, I have an N64 and a, an old CRT TV, so I bought the N64 version of Mario Kart to play at home, which is fun. Nice, old school. 
Yeah, I, I'm uh, most excited about Dr. Mario. That's my favorite game. Are they coming out? Do they have plans for one yet? No, on that Nintendo thing I'm getting. Oh, okay. It, it plays all the old school games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, have, I, have, I played it on the, well, the little one Nintendo released last year. The Nintendo Classic or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. I played it on there a few weeks ago with Daw, Michael Daw. That's why I bought one of these, because the Nintendo's going to stop making those classics. Not only are they going to stop making it, but the, I played on the, the one that Michael had, and it was like... Okay, you got like 30 cool games on here, I guess, but... I don't know, those old games get old fast. I have... You, this one has hundreds. Right, exactly. That's my point. So, like, like, every game That's ever. way more attractive to me than just, like, 20 or 30 that they hand-select. And you, like, yeah. you're you like, well, where's my... This game I used to... Like, where's F-Zero or whatever, you know, whatever you used to play. Dr. Mario, man. I, I played it. I, I, I never played it as a kid. I played it a few weeks ago, but... Um, it's just like a, a Tetris kind of situation where you're matching pills up, right? Kind of, yeah. yeah. It's, there's more to it than that. Well... You know, you line it's stuff all, up and it disappears. It's all how you stack them and the way they fall. You right. can get like multiple pill. You can set up so where like nine things happen when they all fall eventually. Yeah, that's my favorite. The big, Just the big set, get setting up a big, and then it dumps pills on your opponent's screen when you do that. So they'll have random shit. We'll have down. to play. We'll have to play next week. Oh, I'll whoop your ass. Sh- it sounds like you will. It sounds like you yeah. got some strategies that I'm not even aware of. Yeah, I'm just good. I was destroying Michael. The Michael song, last week. The music for Doctor Mario is already stuck in my head. I'll, only the music for Tetris is playing in my head right now. I don't ding, know. Ding, 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 oh, that's ding, the same. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, no, I was singing yours. Oh, okay. You confused me. I thought mine's a. Uh... Boom, 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 I mean, that's one of them. There's hundreds of songs on there. Not hundreds. There's like four. <laughs> but they're all, they all get stuck in my head. I I remember as a kid playing Tetris when it came out, or or when we got it for the first time, whatever it was. But I remember playing it so much that when I would close my eyes to go to sleep at night, all I would see is blocks falling. Oh yeah. For did, like a half an hour. I did that to myself with. Angry Birds, because mm-hmm. I was I got so into Angry Birds. You see this Angry Birds tattoo that I have right here? Yep. I got so into Angry Birds that I got three stars on all the original levels when the game first came out. I was like a badass at this game, so I got three stars on all the levels, and then I stopped playing it. So I haven't gotten three stars on every level that's ever come out. But did you play like the Star Wars one and stuff? Yeah, a little bit. That one was harder because you had to sling stuff around planets. See, I never got into it. That was at the I end never got of into my it that care. Much. I was at the I was on the original Angry Birds train, like the mm-hmm. the first few versions of the app. I played through. Those. Is that the game you would say you played the most? The app game that you played the most, got the most into. Um. Probably. Yeah. Probably Angry Birds or, man, did you ever play? There. Okay, it wasn't. You can play it on your cell phone, but it was more of a computer game. But um, Fantastic Contraption, Mm-mm. dude, Fantastic Contraption was the shit. It was like this game. I, I used to play it on the computer back in the day, but it was this game where you have you have to get uh, a block from one box to another box, and you have to build these machines. And there's all these different terrains that you have to deal with, like steps you have to go up or something. But you have to build a tiny, like, shitty robot out of wheels that turn and, and rods that connect them. And some of the rods are 
are passable and some are not. Is that called a Goldberg? Rube Goldberg machine or something like that? Rube Goldberg. Rube no, Goldberg? Well, is it the same kind of thing as that? No, a Rube Goldberg machine is a machine that's in, incredibly, an incredibly complex uh, mechanism to make an incredibly simple task happen. Okay. Like Pee Wee like, Herman making breakfast at the beginning right. of this movie. That's a Rube Goldberg machine. But there's also the ones where it's just like a marble falls and hits a match and the match lights something which lights something else and shoots a rocket and then the rocket hits a domino and the domino... That's what that is, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but yeah. it's different than that, the game that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. The one I'm talking about is uh, you just have like this toolbox of wills you can use. Mm-hmm. Some of them turn in clockwise, some of them counterclockwise. Some of them don't turn. You can just use them as just carrier wills. Right. Like, you know, they have to have a drivetrain or whatever. So, And then you, create, you can link the wills with different stuff, and then you have to just basically get whatever block or shape or whatever from one field to another field it's all two-dimensional but going over gaps and stuff right so some sometimes the machines have to be super long so where they don't fall down in the gap or it's just a really cool kind of like problem solving game i'll check that one out that was awesome that was one of my favorites i don't think it'll be on that game thing though it was like a computer game Mm. it was really fun though it was old school. I think Luke used to play it as well. Yeah. Maybe we played it at 902 or somewhere. Hmm. It sounds like a, a game you would play with some friends. You uh, you contemplating going back to the sewers at all? No. I only went down there once or twice, I think. I think I went down there one time and like the only way I would have been able to get out was if I had just jumped down into the sewer That's water. That's literally what I did. So Shane went back up. Shane and some people went back up and dragged a bunch of pallets down so we could stack them down so I could just walk over the thing. I, I just jumped in and swam in the warm, warm oh, sewer runoff water. Gross. Yeah. Forever unclean. No, that's terrible. I don't have any... I'm almost 40. I think I'm over walking in sewage pipes for fun. Because some of us never grow up. You're going to go back? I'm thinking about it. If, if, if a group of five or six people wanted to go back, I'd go do it. Oh, man. You're going to get a disease. <laughs> you are almost 40. Your body's not resilient <laughs> enough anymore. Uh, You're going to get tetanus down there. Tetanus. Some swamp rat's going to bite you on your face. Maybe. Gotta live. Gotta, gotta go live your life, man. Gotta go live your life. Yeah, I guess you can't be scared of stuff like that. You can't live your life wondering what a swamp rat's gonna do to you. Yeah, if it's your day to get bit by a swamp rat, it's your day to get bit by a swamp rat. Yeah, just, fuck that rat. Yeah, get in there and show that rat who's boss. Let him bite you. I guess. I like adventure. That's all. Yeah, I guess I'm uh, into more sophisticated adventure nowadays. I've seen the sewer. I want to see what's outside, not man-made. I want to see that adventure. I do, too. The natural stuff. I like the natural adventuring. You know that, but... uh, I would like to see the pyramids. Man, I've been hearing some crazy... I've been listening to that last podcast on the left, Uh and they do a bunch of conspiracy episodes and stuff, and um, Uh talking about pyramids and origins of the pyramids and how impossible or implausible it is that... that humans could have built it in 20 years, that kind of thing, and how there's... There, okay, the craziest thing I've heard recently was that China has black pyramids all over, and they they 
won't let anyone study them. They won't let anyone in to look at them, and they've been burying them. Is that true? I don't know. But that's what I've that's what these guys are saying that there's like some evidence that China has all these pyramids everywhere that align with the other pyramids. Like huh. if you shifted the equator from being looking like like you can run an equator, a perfect line all the way around the center of the Earth, not from the solar equator, but just a different you know line that goes all the way around, and these pyramids line up and stuff like that. And that's wild. I've also heard people claim that there's uh, pyramids under the ice in uh, um, Antarctica. And uh, that the, that they've seen like that they were on the team that was down there like melting ice to find the, to enter these pyramids that have been buried by ice. I don't know, crazy stuff. But it's all about alien overlords eventually coming back to take us back to Xenu or whatever. I remember hearing one time that the pyramid was uh, the way that the there were channels inside of the pyramid that could be used to create hydrogen. Have you ever hmm. heard that? No. Like if you put something, if you put something in the bottom, the way the sunlight would go through one of the tunnels, it would have heated up and shot hydrogen out one side of the pyramid. Interesting to like create jet fuel or something. Like a massive amount of hydrogen. Huh. So supposedly, maybe they're like little filling stations that aliens yeah. got stuck on the planet. Or Just like an old gas station in the middle of the Southwest that nobody goes to anymore because it's all run down. That's maybe. all. The, that's all planet Earth is. Maybe they're just a few old. Maybe pyramids are just a bunch of old gas stations that they put on different sides of the planet so they wouldn't have to dr- drive all the way around to the other side of the planet yeah, to look for a gas hassle. station. Yeah. That's crazy. You think they got just slaves to build them? I don't think. I don't think it's, man. I I hate conspiracy stuff. Bums me. Like doesn't bum me up, but just like it's so hard because if you start looking into one conspiracy, then everything in life is a, a huge conspiracy. Yeah. Like there's no middle ground. It's either you're into conspiracies or you're not. So I kind of like I don't know. I don't dabble so much as I used to, but the more stuff like that I hear, the more I think you know. There's no way we could have built these huge things with these two thousand ton stones, you know, with with wheels and 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 you know wooden logs to roll them through the desert and some of the ones in um south america mm-hmm. were built 500 miles away from the quarry where the stone was made nowadays okay throw a few slabs of stone on a semi truck and start hauling them they had semi trucks carrying stone that would represent the amount of stone that it would take and it took the semi trucks a ridiculous amount of time you know like longer than they claim that people with primitive tools did it in. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. The pyramids are still a mystery as far as I'm concerned. I don't think that there's any way that we can say for sure that ancient Jewish people were slaves and built it in 20 years or whatever, you know? Yeah. Did you know that the Aztec civilization's younger than Oxford University? What? Yeah. What? Oxford University is older than the Az- the entire Aztec civilization. What? So when was Oxford University founded? Um, I think they started doing stuff in like I want to say like eleven hundred. Oh, I had no idea it'd been around for that long. And then the Aztecs were in like the twelve or thirteens. And then what were they done by? Maybe the fifteen. Yeah. So well, yeah, that makes sense. The fifteens when we yeah. started coming over there and giving them hell, <laughs> giving them all the all the yeah. whatever smallpox blankets or whatever. Yeah. Well, we started rolling their heads down hills or. They were already doing that to themselves. They, what? Soccer was invented with a human head. Oh, no shit. Yeah. It used be... to be a game. It was like the primitive form of soccer was like 
after after a ritual sacrifice. Oh, we got a head laying around. Let's play some ball. It seems really uncomfortable to kick, though. I think that's part of the challenge of it. You might hit a dip. You might hit an eye socket. You You're trying to like just scoop it up, probably. It's a big scoop. Like, scooping that a headbutt. It's like a big headbutt head. right into the. Oh ball. shit! Yeah. Take a header. Take a header. That'd be crazy. With a header. No, that's too much. <laughs> no, that's crazy that they used to play. I can imagine playing soccer with a head, but it doesn't sound... All right, so you're not listening to last podcast on the left from the beginning then. You kind of scoot around. Well, the first episode available on there is like 20-something. Uh-huh. And the first... I don't know why. The first few episodes I tried to listen to from that far back, I couldn't get into. Yeah. It was just too goofy or something. I'm at a, So I started an episode like... 10 ahead of that. I went to like third, episode 30 oh, or something okay. like that. So I've been listening since 30. I'm on like 60 or something like that. Okay. So no, I'm around there too then. Let me see what I'm on. I was listening oh, on the way here. compare podcast. This is yeah, crazy. It's always good to talk podcasts on your podcast. Podcast to podcast to podcast. I'm on episode 53, The Toy Box Killer. Oh, crazy. Are you on? I've already heard it. Oh, okay. But it's crazy. I'm on 58, Cobra the Light, Aliens and You. Okay, so we're, I'll be I'm caught up to you pretty soon. You. Yeah, yeah. This become my favorite kind of podcast to listen to because they talk about serious stuff, but just goof off about it. I, yeah, I don't know how to do that. And I tried to listen to it with my brother, who's way more of a conspiracy guy than I am. And he's like, "You can't just make jokes about the Illuminati. It's the real thing." And I'm just like, "Well, well, well it's just there. That's how they do okay. it, man." Um, but. Uh, Project MK Ultra was the last episode. Dude, that was a crazy episode. MK Ultra is scary. It's crazy what. This is why I want to be more into conspiracy because you say okay when we talk about Illuminati, but they're freaking making LSD zombies that go to get people trapped in child pornography scandal. You know what I mean? Like that's stuff that actually happened that we have proof of. It's what who knows what they're doing or keeping from us right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't have any doubt that there's all kinds of crazy conspiracy stuff going on. I'm just like. I'm at the point where I'm debating whether I'm going to just keep my toes in the water or whether it's time to dive in and become a you know crazy conspiracy person. I think you got to rule them out. You know, you can't just like take them all as. True. Listen, the chupacabra is real. No, but that's what I'm talking about. Like, I don't want to have to like defend. Like, I, I'm never gonna, I'm never gonna think the Earth's flat, no matter how right. many conspiracy theories I get. Right. Yeah. I get that for sure, and. Um, but there's some really good evidence out there that I think I should show you. Do you think the moon landings are fake? I don't think the Earth is flat, just to clarify. Um, but uh, I don't know, man. I don't know if the first... I don't think we went... When we originally said we did. I'll say that. I don't think the first moon landing was real. I think that was Stanley Kubrick. In 2001, A Space Odyssey was his you know, his practice for that. And uh, Have you seen Moonwalkers? That movie? Mm-mm. With the, um, it's kind of like a, it's kind of a silly kind of like seventies set in the seventies kind of movie, but it's about Kubrick making the movie. About, the moon landing. Yeah. Yeah. About the moon landing. So there's that, and uh, I don't know. There's just like, there's so much stuff going on in politics with the Cold War, and we had to beat Russia to the moon, you yeah. know, or whatever, and it's just like. There's too many little questions and little things that people can little, little details that people raise that nobody's got a good answer for, yeah. like the Van Allen radiation belt and tiny meteorites and all this stuff. And it's just like with the, I have more computing power in just the calculator app on my phone, yeah, than they had in the whole spaceship. So is it possible? Sure, I don't think so though. 
I don't think we did it. I but I've also but then you know the only thing that there's have you heard the speech? I think we listened. I think I told you about it. Um, it was an episode of the Truth that did, that took the speech from President Nixon. If we hadn't made it to the moon, oh yeah, and like it was like the eulogy for these astronauts, basically, if something had gone wrong on the on the trip. Yeah. So, why go to that trouble if you're not actually going to the moon of making a speech like that? Maybe it's just a cover up thing. I don't know, but I just don't know if there's a way to know anything anymore. <laughs> there's so much disinformation out there. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. I'm see, I'm like. I, I want to believe we went to the moon. Um, dude, I, there's a, there is a lot about the radiation belt that it gets me. Mm-hmm. That's apparently a big deal. I don't know. How come we haven't been back? Yeah, China is supposed to be going pretty soon, which is also not only how come we haven't gone back, but if we can go, people, humans can go. Yeah. Why haven't seven other nations gone? You know, why hasn't Russia gone? Um, why can't, you know, it's the same thing with like, I don't know. There's not any good photos of the earth from, you know, from outer space, that kind of thing. I don't know. I wonder how far we've actually gone, but anything's possible. Well, the moon's much smaller than the earth. True. So if you take a picture of the earth from the moon, it makes sense that it would be massive. Right. No, no, no. I get that. I'm just saying... I don't know. We're, it's 2017. Why don't I have a really cool, clear picture of the Earth that's not been photoshopped at all from, you know, 15, 1,500 miles away? You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know about that. There's no... Wait, I think there's one that's like 22,000 miles away. Maybe? Okay, so that's my point. I think there's one. Where's the rest of them? Why, why, like, why is it so hard to get... China good? set that up. It's a Chinese camera that takes a picture of the Earth every ten minutes or something yeah. from twenty two thousand miles away or something like that. Well, they're hiding all those pyramids. We can't trust them. Black pyramids. Yeah. Same as the one under Antarctica. Black. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Why are they black? It's the kind of stone that was used. Onyx or something? Maybe. I don't know. No way. Giant onyx pyramids. Could be, well, maybe not onyx, but it could be. Some sort of volcanic stone or something like that. Are giant onyx pyramids real? Call On it. the next. <laughs> Call in and let us know. Coast to coast. <laughs> no, I, that's crazy, man. I don't. I can't imagine. I, I don't know what's going on with pyramids. If, if like, maybe humans needed that m- method of refilling, so we taught slaves how to do it, so we can make hydrogen for the ships to get back to where they need to be. You know, there's some people that say that we were originally, like, the white humans are from Mars, and then there was a catastrophic event 11,000 years ago, and we evacuated Mars and came to Earth and subjugated the brown people of Earth and made them build us the pyramids, and then we some of us stayed and some of us took back off again. That's the uh, oh. one of the theories. Wow. <laughs> but, so, but, like... Yeah, who knows? Maybe. That's just something somebody could make. I mean, there's no way to know any of that stuff, so... I mean, that's as possible as any of the bullshit. Yeah, exactly. Around. All right, so we should just become a conspiracy theory podcast and really learn something. I guess. <laughs> I like talking about different stuff. Maybe we should just have a conspiracy minute on every episode. Okay, 
I go back and forth about no thinking, wondering if nine eleven was planned by people like was done on purpose. Jet fuel doesn't burn that hot, man. Not as a terrorist act, but as a uh, false flag kind of thing. So I go back and forth on that, but I do think the moon landing happened. The original one, you think is is legit? Yeah. I want to believe. I want to see the flag and the lander, if that's the case. Well, it's tiny though. Yeah, and we've got really amazing telescopes to take pictures of things billions of light years away. You can look up a picture of the flag from above, but it's just a tiny black slit. Yeah. So, that's all you get. You think the Chinese are going to go back to the same place we went? They'd be fools to. We've they'd be, fools, they'd be fools not to. They'd be fools not to go say, look, America's flag isn't here. Of course, they could just pull it down. What if China ruins the the American space program legacy? I don't know. We're not doing anything that cool anymore anyway. No, apparently we're supposed to go to Mars, though. That's neat. Are we going to Mars, or is uh, are those private companies? I think. I mean, NASA sent rovers and stuff, but everything I've heard about manned... I think Trump's trying to send... I think Trump's trying to send people to Mars. Hmm. Pretty sure, anyway. Well, good for him. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, no, I'm all for it. Space exploration seems like a... The next logical step, right? I mean, it seems like something we might as well do. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, whether you're into it or not. Like, I, it almost seems like, like money shouldn't apply to the space program. Like, that should just be a thing. That, I don't... Yeah. Like, we'll make up whatever, whatever money needs to happen. Be, needs to exist for that to keep doing stuff. Like all the world's governments need to pitch in. Yeah, know. everybody needs to work together. That'll never happen. Nope. You think we're gonna go to war with North Korea? Oh sheesh! They're trying so hard. Everybody's trying hard. T- uh, how? What's the? Are we too old for the draft yet? Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh good, 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 good. Yeah, I'm way too old for the draft. I have bad knees anyway. I do. I have bad knees. I got a bad body. Yeah. I'm not getting drafted. That's good, I guess. Chloe might. She's healthy. Are they drafting women now? Or they better. Trump's America. That's super sexist if they don't. Right. Yeah. Equal equal fights, equal rights. Chloe's going to have to go off and fight the war for me. And I'll stay at home with the pet. And you'll be helping in the rubber factories. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Chloe's probably be a daft draft dodger. We probably have to go to the Bahamas or something. Oh, bummer. We have to dip out to Canada. South America. That's a cool place to hide out. Dude, Mikey's dad was looking at places to live in South America, and he was trying to pick between a place that was like forty grand or sixty grand, and the like the sixty grand one was um, like maybe not as big of a house, but it came with servants. Oh, and then the 40- for life. Yeah, they live there. Yeah, that's you just, don't have to pay them. Why you pay mm-hmm. them? They come with the house. That's they, they live and work on the property themselves. So, they just take South care of the America. estate. Yeah. So there's that, and then, the the forty grand one, whatever, was a house or I, I don't, I'm making all this up pretty much, but basically, for the cheaper part, you don't get the servants, but you got a bigger house that was like basically a plantation mansion. In Colombia or something. I don't have any... I don't need service servants. I don't think I ever want to do that. 
Servants? I don't think I want servants. I think I need to do things. So there's some things I just need to do by myself to stay grounded. We have servants. If it works for you, that's great. Yeah. That's not true. I would love it if somebody would come clean my house. We have servants. Once a week. We have a dog sitter. We have uh, we have people that mow our lawn for us. The landlord. but Yeah, that's true. I guess I have, I have at least um, one servant. We have a person that cleans the house sometimes. Although we scaled back what she does. Now we do like half our cleaning ourselves. Which means we don't clean it anymore. That's not true. Right? Nothing. <laughs> so we... She just does dishes and laundry, which is our two biggest... That's, I mean, that's, we hate. that's the biggest thing for adult life. Yeah. There's piles of dishes at my house and piles of laundry at my house right now. Yeah, I just didn't want to do it anymore, so I we we outsourced. I'm just too embarrassed to bring anybody in to see my shit. Pop. Well, I don't care about that. They don't care. I know they don't, but I do. Hmm, shouldn't. But I do. Well, but you don't have to. You don't have to live like a refugee. <laughs> Oy. Well, we've talked about a lot of important things today. So important. Are we done? Getting there. Got any, any last thoughts? Um, let's see. What's some good old Podsicola stuff to end on? What's some old Gulf Abides bullshit? Uh, I want to remind you all about the potluck dinner. Um, at the Rotary. Yeah, at the Moose Club. That's it, I guess. Yeah. Uh, we have plenty of entrees. Just bring desserts, please. Yeah, bring a dessert. Thank you. Cool. See you next week. Go for buds.